You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back again for another week, joined as always by my darling friend and the throbber in your ear, the eternal throbber, Edward Simpson. How are you? Yep, love it, love it. Love it? Good to be here. Where the throbber's in your ear. Pumped up, ready to go, You're bouncing my step, didn't bounce myself, fresh as a daisy. Uh, I've just enjoyed one of the great weekend storms of my time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the last 20 years. And if same. you know me personally, you know that storms get me up and about. Dude, I love storms. And uh, lead and pencil stuff for yeah. me, a storm. Absolutely. So that was fantastic. Sunday, particularly putting on a show, it was unabated like wind and rain <laughs> and it didn't let up and it no. just went and went and went and ripped and ripped and ripped. I got up to uh, like South Curly, which is... Uh, basically where the uh, Harbour Diggers is, I we we went into the car park there because I've been in Manly for lunch and then pulled up and just sort of faced the ocean and just Marinated. watched it roll in. It yeah. was glorious stuff. Now, obviously, you have to mention that if you are living in an area where flooding has ruined any of your property, things of that nature, obviously, we, we think of you in this moment and we aren't here to celebrate that i'm not celebrating flooding i'm celebrating what i experienced yes which is one of the great storms yeah yeah it was a rain bender yes mm. <laughs> three-day rain bender three-day rain bender i went to go get coffees for me and uh my darling fiance mm-hmm. and i stupidly wore like my linen pajama pants out that's right linen pajama pants punish jewelers sorry about that you're happy with them aren't you they're fantastic are they're a new purchase no they're actually not but they are extremely unnecessary in terms of like having linen pajama pants but i have them are they pajama pants or are they linen pants that they're, you wear in the bed correct yeah correct because people um, get around in them day to day. Yes, I don't because I have it's a too much. It's too intense, right? But I wear well, them. You're a father of, now. I'm a father now. I'm not a boho from you know. I'd wear them in Byron, but anyway, I did. I did wear them to go get coffees because I was like straight out of bed, hoodie on, out the door, before I even got to my car. Did you have your um, um, an umbrella? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, I fell down the stairs at my for a story for another day, punish dribbles. But getting down my back stairs, which are metal in the rain. I had an umbrella, had to duck under something, slipped, fell down the stairs, actually injured myself. But this time I didn't take the umbrella. Okay. But by the time I got to my car, my pants were see-through. And so I had to go into the cafe. Were you wearing underwear? Yes, I was. Okay. So the big fella wasn't out. No, no, he wasn't. He was not. He was neatly uh, wrapped up. And I like that you said big fella. I think that was nice. I feel yeah. like you were being complimentary yeah. and unnecessarily. So you were talking him up. Yeah. I'll, well, sometimes I'll talk him you're up. You're a good friend. Sometimes I'll talk him up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're a good friend. Um, anyway, so you I can had tell to, I've had a good weekend. Yeah, exactly. You're not bounced mm. out at all here. You're full of uh, platitudes. Yeah, that's right. Social graces. Mm. So I'm standing in this cafe with soaked pants, see-through pants. It just was... I don't know where the story was going. We started somewhere. Well, it was I well. I think the, the rain story, soaked weekend. Well, I mean, it's in the wheelhouse, isn't it? Yeah. You had wet pants because of the rain. I get it. No, I get, it. get it. I would have wanted more. Yeah, I would have maybe added a bit of mayo and just fucking when when you realised you were getting to no crescendo at all, <laughs> maybe throw some mayo on it. I don't know. That's just what I would have done. I should have really what I should have done was slipped down the stairs at the end of this story rather than had that as a separate story. Well, look, it, you could have worked it in yeah. and it could have gone somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Up to you. Think about Sorry, it for punter, next time. Apologise to the punter and the yeah, dribbler. Yeah, I, think. That was, I think that's necessary. That's on for me. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that's on that's you. That's on me. Could be that I'm wearing sunnies inside. You are wearing sunnies inside, which is an interesting touch. New sunnies. Just felt like wearing them. I you thought you were going to have off. some as well. I thought it'd be like, we could just rock sunnies. Well, mate, inside. when I woke up this morning, it was wet, wasn't it? 
well, it wasn't wet, but it was overcast. And I mean, the weatherman's telling me it's raining all week. I wasn't prepared for sun. Punisher was probably not important. Look, weird intro, but important topics have been discussed. Within that intro. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Warragamba for adding a good 25% to her reservoirs. <laughs> Uh, big lift from Warragamba. Big lift. And I'm proud as punch. Very proud of you, babe. Well done, Warragamba. Up to 70% yeah, capacity yeah, right I think she, And I think she's not done yet. No, she ain't yeah, yeah. even nearly done. She she got more work to get into. <laughs> big night for the Warragams. Uh, I'm pumped. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. So congratulations. Credit where credit's Credit due. Credit where credit's due. I'm actually really impressed you remembered to shout her out. Um <laughs> Also a shout-out to the punter and the dribbler, Eddie, because for a couple of reasons. Mm. Sold out the hats in 36 hours. Yeah, 35 and a half 35 hours. and a half, if you want to be specific. If you want to, look, we'll call it 36. 100,000 hats for gone. For the cynics. 100,000. Well, look, 100,000. It Look, I'll be honest with the punter and the dribbler. It's a little shy of 100,000. Just a tick under. It's a tick under 100,000. There's a couple of reasons why. Tom and I got one. Yes. And we held on to a couple for guests. Yes. Of which we have one coming up, hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully. Well, we can still talk about this because what else I wanted to shout out the punter and the dribbler for as well was that we obviously put out what our like exhaustive call 500th call out to the the great man Kurtley Beal to come on yeah. who has said he, he said to us multiple times the final call on. this is the final call it's the final call because he said he was going to come on a bunch gates and closing get the gates look the Plans ha- about to has to here because he's asked for 1500 comments tags of him on this post if he's going to come on again did that in 36 hours yeah look Moving Mountains, the podcast. And he's again said he's going to There's come There's no on. challenge. You can't set us a challenge we can't meet. Mate. No, he, he thought that that was beyond us. And it was like, bro, we just sold a hundred, a tick under 100,000 hats. hats. In, in 35 and a half hours, you mate. You think we can get 1,500 comments? Come on, bro. Bro. Be better. Don't underestimate Top of the Heat podcasting stuff. Now, he said that he was coming on. He's even put it on his Instagram story that he's going to come on. But... Look, we We're are... done chasing... Look, we're done chasing it. As I said, the plane's about to leave. Yeah. This is the final call. Kurtley has his ticket. Yes. Uh, and that was earned through 1,500 tags in a tick under 36 hours. It's all set up. Yeah. His bag should be packed. It's just whether or not Kurtley makes... It to the airport. We'll have to wait and see. I'm not holding my breath now, and that's no disrespect to Kurtley. No. But when you're as... When you've... You know, been in the podcasting game as long as Tom and I, you learn not to hold your breath because no. if you do, you'll go blue and you, you'll you lose consciousness. And in the podcast game, when your voice and your vocals are your livelihood, consciousness is key. It's key to this, it's key to the whole bloody package, mate, to the whole, to the whole show. Yeah. If you lose consciousness on air, it renders the podcast useless until you wake up. It's dead air. It's dead air, mate. Then we're not in the dead air business. No, we're not. We're not. We're not in the dead air business. We're in top of the heap stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, Kurtley, uh, look, we will know whether he's coming on by the time you guys hear this. We may have even recorded it. But... It's we'll a, know. You may not you know. You may not know, but you'll know once it's happened. You'll know either way once it happens. Yeah, exactly. But just... It's important that we put this in the podcast so that you have a full holistic view yes. on where we're at. But a big shout out to the punter and the dribble that got behind the movement and got up to 1,500 tags for the great Kirtley Bill in a tick under 36 hours. Very impressive. We always knew you could do it. Kirtley, I think, underestimated us. Didn't think that was possible. Look, don't underestimate the punter and the dribbler no. in the year of the punter and the dribbler. That's it's 2020, it. baby. I don't know how many times I needed to say this. It's the year of the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. 
He didn't. I don't think. Now he didn't get the memo. Now he knows. He knows now. Um, so you know, very exciting. If we do get him on, it is punter power, purely driven and fueled by punter power, mm. which we are exclusively. Again, we started the punter dribbler page, which was uh, something that came up in a conversation I think last week. But that has gone from strength to strength within one week. Many of our loyal listeners have jumped over and joined the punters, uh, punters and dribblers page on Facebook. It's a great community, Eddie. Real community mm. spirit. Community There's a lot vibe. of community spirit in there, yeah. yeah. Um, wholehearted fun. Wholehearted fun. And the same with our YouTube page, at Hello Sport. I don't know what it is. Just look for it on YouTube. Just type Hello Sp- Sport, Sport into YouTube. YouTube. You'll find it. Into Google and it's going to come up. I mean, I don't know how much easier you need me to make it. If you want it to be easier, actually, go to hellosport.com.au. All the videos are on there. Yeah, one of the great URLs. I know Isn't I banged. It? I know I banged on about it last week, but I'm I'm really into hellosport.com.au. Yeah, it's a ripper. It's a great URL, award winning, <laughs> uh, critically acclaimed, critical acclaim. Um, but in terms of what what we're going to discuss on this podcast, Eddie, again, an order of service, if you will. Yes, there's a bit on. There's well, yes, I walked in not. Thinking. Thinking there was, but then realizing in the fullness of time in our brief two-minute chat we have every time before we jump onto the the mics yeah. that there's a bit on. Uh, Josh Reynolds. Now, we've met Josh. We have. we have, we've, And uh, we always thought he was a tremendous bloke. So We'll get into it. Let's, let's oh. leave it there and we'll get into it. But as you may or may not know, catfished, huge catfishing. Yeah. Then we've got Rugby Union. Which, again, in terms of surviving... Tough. Questionable. We called this what maybe six months ago. At least, deal? mate, nine a punter, months. Lot nine months. A lot of punter dribblers got in touch and point reminded us that we reminded them long ago that there was some shit going on here, and we will break that down further for you. Um, dribblers from the dribbler. Dribblers from the dribbler. Dribbles from the dribbler. Where's my phone? I feel like about oh the uh, the Australian Cricket Awards slash the. The Donald Bademan Awards. Donald Bademan Awards slash the Alan Border Medal Awards are on. They're on. We as, talk about them every year. Yes. Night of Nights. And we talk good. about them for largely negative reasons. Yes, we do. Mainly because it should be called the Don Bradman Award, but it's called the Alan Border Medal. And then it was turned into the Australian Cricketing Awards, which is the same acronym as a current affair. So it's all bed shits aplenty. Uh, but that is on as we record, as we go to air, Eddie. So if we can be bothered, we may turn our attention to that. Look, at some point. look, basically, the, as the order of service has indicated, this podcast may very well be centred around bedsheds. Yes. Which I'm happy to touch on. And then there's, you know, probably some other tidbits here and there that we may get into if we remember to. If we can be bothered. If we can be fucked. Because sometimes I can't be. No. Sometimes, sometimes it's dinner time, baby, and i got to get <laughs> off this mic and i got to get home. So... <laughs> If I want to leave, I will. <laughs> Simple as that. Mm-hmm. But you, you're going to get some good content from between now and then, so don't fucking oh. worry about it. If no, you're sitting worry. in your car and, you, and you're rolling your eyes or you're in a huff or putting you in a bad mood, relax. Relax, calm down, cool it, woo up. Mate, go and pull into a survey, get yourself a Kit Kat and a big bloody chocolate oak. Or something, Chocky relax. oak, yeah, I like that. And maybe some cotton buds. Clean the wax out of the ears. Yeah, yeah, because you're a dribbler and, and dribblers have dribblers waxy ears. Very waxy ears. Uh, and get ready for... Award-winning stuff. All right, punters, dribblers. So if you are living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, 
story broke, uh, maybe it was Friday last week, Saturday last week, Dior, that Josh Reynolds has been embroiled in a, uh, I mean, it's kind of catfishing. It's uh, like fake identity. It's some real sordid shit. Well, it um, started with the video that came out. Well, it started before then, right? So it started, it started a couple of months ago or a month or so ago where he got charged with domestic violence, right? Yep. And then he got stood down, I think, by the NRL's no-fault stand-down rule. Yep. Then the vid- that little 30-second video came out and it was filmed by some chick in a bed and he's screaming at her. Mm-hmm. And you were like, fuck, off the back of a domestic violence accusation, that video does not look good. No. But it was also just, it was a 30-second out-of-context video, so it was still like... You don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, that's what we said. That's what we said. Well, we I don't actually don't we even ta- think we talked about. We it didn't on talk air. about it on air. We, we talked about it on the phone. Other. Yes, and we had said to each other, "This seems out of character from the Josh Reynolds we knew." Yes. Just in terms of like, well, the domestic violence stuff, and then that video. But we did say that it was taken out of character. I mean, it could have been taken out of context. Which just, not even take. There just was no context, right? So there was no context to him blowing up. And yes. Like he was saying some. The, what he was like, corner. You know, I don't know what he was. He was just corner like names. It was intense. It was, it was intense. intense. It was an intense video. You know, and and obviously the and on that was on the back of the domestic violence charge. Uh, it has since come to light. Well, no, back, backpedal before you, you and I worked with him. I've worked with him in the past when I was in radio and you and I did a live show with him where he came out and he chatted yarn to a pub full of thirsty dribblers pre-origin. And you've heard, uh, I've heard him interviewed talking about his mum growing up and like, you know, his relationship with his mum and how she raised him and how he loves her and all this stuff. And look, it just seemed so out of character from what we knew of him, right? It was like, Jesus Christ, he just seems like such a sweet, nice guy. Correct. But obviously, he's been charged with this very serious crime, which you have to take seriously. It has since come out, punish dribblers. Again, if you're living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise. Yeah, it's important to stress it's that. It's important to stress that because it could be a real rock, <laughs> in which case there are bigger issues at play. <laughs> this chick that Josh has been seeing is like next level con artist shit, like mm. Uh, mm. beyond belief con artist shit. Now, like podcast stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, like who the hell is Hamish? Fucking. Yes, exactly right. There was that new one, the one about the guy, the girl who uh, fucked over that Kiwi, um, and it was before that she was she was running over the top of some bloke in Hawaii. I can't remember the name of the podcast, but if you've listened to it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know this one. But what I'm saying is it's podcast level stuff. Seriously, it is. Like, you know. Their level of deception and shit that's going yeah, on. So the Australian could get their hands onto this. Now, one. not to uh, you know ruin the the days or for any of the punters drillers here, but I'm just going to read a little bit from uh, a Daily Telegraph article just to give a bit more context to the story, mm. Edward. Stay in it and breathe. I, I, that's... <laughs> So the woman at the centre of the bombshell allegations will face uh, cross-examination in the domestic violence trial of Reynolds. Reynolds, who is 30 years old, faced Sutherland local court on Friday after stunning details emerged overnight about his defence case, including claims that his ex-partner, Arabella Del Busso, faked multiple pregnancies, doctored images to look pregnant, and asked a person who is now turned witness in the case to help inject her with fertility drugs. It's a rap show. Dude. And and not only like part of this, again, it's look, it's all well and good like to you know as an NRL off season story, this is obviously wild, and we in the past will have a laugh at you know the absurdity of NRL off season stories, but this is actually fucked. Like, yeah, this isn't one where you can sort of 
giggle at the situation. You can giggle at her being a complete freak, but she's a full-on piece of shit. Like, I remember Reynolds coming out at the end of last year talking about losing kids. Yes, yes, he did. And she's... Yes, he did. He, so he thought he was having Because I think it happened twice. I'm pretty sure... Three times, she, three times is what I've read. But I, yeah, I remember he came out the second time they'd lost a set of twins. So I think it was the first set of twins. He didn't say anything. The second set of twins, then he came out. That sort of prompted him to, to talk know, about to talk about kids. losing and it's kids. Like, and it was all bullshit, mate. That is that is a fucked up thing to do to Allegedly. someone. Isn't that? Isn't that a Allegedly, fucked yeah, up thing sure. to do? But I mean, fuck. It's she's got all these other ex boyfriends that are coming out. So there's she's got all these different names. There's like Bella Melbourne, Bella Barcelona. All these like she's and she is she is like uh, died in the wool Australian bogan right like yes and not to make any judgments about anyone but I've seen you know her mother's even we've, come we've out. seen mum we've seen mum <laughs> mum's come out and basically said Bella can't do this anymore yeah or whatever Bella needs to be locked is. up Bella needs to be like Bella's a fucking crack pipe yeah and Bella's pretending like I think she even told Josh that her mum died. And it was like in Italy. I have to go back to Italy. So like, took money from him to go back to where. To, yeah, to, and look, Mum didn't look very Italian to me. Didn't sound it either. Now I'm. I mean, there could be heritage there for sure, but she's. You know, she. She's is, third generation. Is painted on Australian? Is that a yeah. term? She's. Yeah, she was. A, she was as Aussie as it gets. Yo, fuck yeah. yeah! I mean, if anyone's seen the footage, that's she's that's Australian as that's sub, that's Australia knockabout suburbia. Yeah, stuff. that's it. That's and you know that's what uh, this great nation is found is built upon. Yes, it is. Uh, look like a, a, a rugby league wife. Absolutely. Now or a mum, a rugby league, a rugby mum. league mum, someone that screams from the sidelines yeah. and yeah. hit him harder and hit him hard and fucking get him, get him on side. Got your eyes painted on ref, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's Belladonna, Melbourne, Bella Barcelona, whatever fucking. That's mum. That's mum. All I'm saying is, in a roundabout way, you know, the writing was on the wall when she said. <laughs> When he, she said she had to go back to Italy. Yeah, well, we're, we're not blaming mum. No, no. I'm, I'm blaming daughter. Yeah. For You're saying that when she had to go back to Italy, it's like she's so far from Italian, yes. it's based on mum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. We're there now. <laughs> um, but what, like, it's just one of those things where you go, this is such a horrible, traumatic thing. I couldn't think of anything worse. And for, for someone like well, Josh Reynolds, as well, yeah, you're sure you could, but like... You know what I mean. Yeah. It's just a figure of speech. Yes, exactly. Because obviously you could. Yeah. But that's not the point. <laughs> Look, punish Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do you want to... You want me to sit here and think <laughs> thing is things worse? That's not what this is God about. save no. it. But for an individual, especially someone in the spotlight like Josh Reynolds, to have gone through all... So firstly, to go through these things of like the emotion... And I've just had a kid. The emotion around thinking... like knowing you've got a kid all these little like milestones before the kids come along like you're seeing ultrasounds their belly's growing fuck there's the heartbeat all these sort of things that are happening right like it's a real roller coaster and then to have someone and obviously the biggest fear going through that whole thing was losing it right mm. it just is every time you say is everything okay everything's good all right oh what's this oh i haven't felt it like you know we haven't felt the baby move as much today fuck is everything good let's maybe go check it out and everything's fine and whatever but a lot of people for a lot of people it's not right mm. and that's the biggest fear for him to have to go through that multiple times and actually go through that pain the anxiety again, have it happen again, and it's all bullshit. And this chick who you're like meant to love, you were gonna have these kids with. Yeah, yeah. Supposed to be your partner. Supposed to be your partner, the person who's like with you, no matter what, through all this. Yeah, I got you. Gotcha. 
she is just a complete fucking piece of shit, allegedly, and has been lying about everything, lies about her mother dying, and is just actually, the whole time... Just, just rinsing it. Just rinsing you for your money. You'd feel fucking stupid. You'd... You, you feel like you'd be angry vulnerable. as fuck. You'd be angry. You know what I mean? Where you're going like, oh, this is a horrible, horrible person who has not ruined my life, but like just completely fucking ruined my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he's in the public eye. So not only is this, it's not like you deal with this privately. Everyone fucking knows about it. It's in the newspapers. It's in all this shit. Like, yeah, but I mean, he's just gone to West Tigers. You know, he's trying to, he's fighting to get a, you know, for a for a future contract, he's fighting to to play you know footy and get yeah. extended minutes, and he's got all this shit going, going on, in on in the background, background no which would just about. cripple you emotionally. You can't turn that shit off. I don't know. Of course like, you can't. You can't be like, all right, now it's footy time. I'll think about this later. Like that's something that stays with you, would stay with you every fucking waking second. Yeah, and right? he's getting injured all the time as well. Like everything's just in an absolute shit fight, mm. and you've got some absolute literal psychopath or sociopath of a partner. It's like, man, I just feel so, so sorry for him. And the NRL, I think, have gone, oh, okay, that, well, fuck the no-fault stand-up. Yeah, You're yeah, good, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what they've done. We got you. Which I think is good. I mean, yes. it shows that they've got discretion, which is what the no-fault policy stand-down thing is. Well, as soon as they overturn that, you go, okay, although we're all saying allegedly here, this seems well, like... we're, Well, look, we're saying allegedly because, you know, you have to. You have to. But, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. The writing's on the wall. Yes. I think it's pretty obvious. Well, she's obvious. got multiple ex-partners coming out. It's obvious what's happened. It's Bloody, obvious what's happened. You know, mum's... mum's. Well, it's made this far. Yeah, and mum's turning on her. And mum's turned... Mum's said lock her up. If so... mum turns state witness or crown witness or whatever it is, if mum's turned on her, lock her up. And mum has turned. Make no mistake of that, about that. Someone like that should be locked the fuck up for a long time. Well... That's a cracked individual. Look, I mean, I'm no psychologist, but... Look, you've dabbled. I've dabbled. I'm I'm getting psychopath, you know, yeah. vibes. Just no psychopath vibes. No empathy capable of anything. Now, I will say this, Tom. I will say this. Josh Reynolds, friend of the show. Yes. Uh, we wish him all the best. I hope he can put this behind him and go out there and play some bloody good football from the West Tigers because at his best, he's a hell of a player, Josh Reynolds. Well, he broke the drought. Plays with heart. Plays with soul. Tough fucker. Uh, good ball runner, pretty good kicking game. I like him. Tackles his heart out. And Wes, fucking God knows Wes, they need they need a bit of up and about this season yes. because not to touch on them too much, but I can't see them doing a goddamn thing this the year. Merger club without a fit and healthy Josh Reynolds. No, am I talking him up? Yes, I am. Well, mate, I think I think, I think he needs a he talking needs a to- up. Josh needs a good talking yes. up. He needs the he needs the rugby league community and the Australian sporting fraternity, Eddie, of which we are the uh, unofficial figureheads of the Australian sporting fraternity. Yes, to wrap the collective arms around Josh. Look, that's what rugby league does well. They get around their brothers and their sisters, yes. and they help them back up during tough times. That's it, and that's what we need to do as a collective of punters and dribblers. The Australian sporting fraternity. That's right. Get around Josh Reynolds because he's a hell of a man, hell of a footballer. Yeah. And he's been wronged. He's been absolutely wronged. He's been wronged. And there should be more outrage around this fucking piece of shit. Well, I think there's outrage. There should be more. There is. There should be more. Nothing is enough for this piece of shit human being, in my uh, humble opinion. Yeah, yeah, you're passionate. But now it's about being constructive. You're right, Eddie. For Josh. Well, that's that's where I think you and I sort of uh, are a great counterbalance to one another, is that I'll, I'll let someone know they've done something wrong. Like I just did to my neighbor before we got on air. Yes. Who broke into our house without telling us. Yes, he did. Uh, but then you will 
sort of be the counterbalance and be like, now that's all good. You've let them know. You've, you've let them know they've wronged you. They've done something wrong. Now let's let's work this out. Let's fix this. Let's fix this. And yeah. that's, I think, punters, dribblers, what you can put our sort of meteoric success down to almost. And make, make no mistake, it's been meteoric. <laughs> uh, if you look up meteoric in the dictionary, there's a photo of Tom and I. Now. Riding a meteor. Yeah, now. To ride a meteor with Hello Sport. That's a meteoric rise. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense? Not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, there's a couple of rugby league stories doing the rounds, Eddie. Another one that uh, caught my lazy, wandering eye is uh, that of former 100-game NRL player, Sasaya Vave. Now, you may remember him when he played for the Manly Seagulls. You may not. He also played for Parramatta, Sharks, Melbourne Storm. I think that's it. Sasai then went to Super League. Hard-running front rower of, you know, relative mediocrity. Played a couple of games for Tonga before Tonga gave a fuck. But he's been brought back to Australia and signed to the Burley Bears. Is that correct? Burley Bears. That's what they're called. I just want to make sure that the In Burley... the Queensland Cup. Yeah, I don't know if it's the Burley Bears or if it's a different team. So let me just quickly check that. Um, for the punter and the dribble. You don't want to give a bum steer, Eddie. The Blaney Bears, the Group 10. Group 10 footy, country footy. Country footy. So he's been. That would have been a big coup. They haven't won a game in two years, the Blaney Bears, and they're obviously struggling big time. They've thought, let's get Sasaya Vave, a star signing, star mm. recruitment, marquee signing. Mm. Now, Sasaya. Marquee, certainly marquee. Oh, that'll give the Lithgonians a, a fucking. They'll be shaking in their boots. <laughs> Mate, they were, apparently. They were terrified. Could be behind it. But Sasaya wanted five grand of whatever they were paying him up front. Yep. So the club uh, chairman, CEO, Dior. Moved has heaven and earth. Moved heaven and earth. I'll give you the hot tip. Group 10, Blaney, there's not five grand laying around. Not when you haven't had a win for two. I oh, mate, the hat would have gone out. Yes. The hat would have. That's, that's door knock stuff. Yeah, you kick the can around to try and get that's Sasaya's door stuff. five grand. That so, sausage sizzle down the main street, washing cars, doing your bit, like killer chipping pythons, in. Please. Yeah. We've had yeah. to add an extra 20% onto the killer it's, pythons it's, to try it's, and get it's, it's, You know, it's Caramello Koala, Freddo Frog territory. It's. Uh, it's giving your kid a box of, co- of Freddos and chocolates to take into school to sell for a gold coin. Yeah, we've all done it. We've all done it. It's down the fields on a Saturday, working hard, trying to trying to get the club back to where they were, back to the glory years. I yeah. don't know when they were, but they were some. They the, were some. Well, they, look, certainly longer than two years ago. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously the Blaney Bears, we know about them. Oh, we know about them. Anyway. So Sasaya has taken the five grand and just skipped town. Hasn't shown up to any preseason training. Stopped answering the returning calls and messages, and no one knows where he is. Ooh. Allegedly, uh, as, Group Ten as, didn't as need reported that. By the Daily Telegraph, Group Ten doesn't need that, and neither the Blaney Bears. No, more so Blaney Bears. Group Ten's gonna bounce back no matter what. Blaney Bears, this could be it for them. It could be. Oh no! Now, not this isn't Sasaya's first. Alleged trip oh, he's around got, the fucking. He's got history. He apparently owes a four grand to a St Mary Sydney club, of which the uh, club owner or club sort of manager forked out four grand of his own money. So what? All four of the four grand was forked out by. This is a separate club. Yeah. All four of the four grand, the 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 CEO, club manager, whatever the fuck they are, Dior that has put in his own money. The secretary. The secretary, the financier, the treasurer. Mm. His own cash to Sasaya. And with the proviso that Sasaya was going to pay him back after his next paycheck. 
Sasai has also skipped town. Allegedly. See, I'm surprised that hasn't that yarn hasn't spread throughout the rugby league community well, because these are that's all a, pretty close uh, together. So I think okay. he's, I think oh, again, he's, oh, he's running a preseason racket. I d- again, I didn't read the I've read the article, but I can't remember the like. I don't think he's running a preseason racket. I think it's a Dior, but basically he's ripped off two clubs, two struggling clubs, and not returning their calls. That's very unrugby league. That's unrugby league. That's unrugby league. It's right unrugby there. league, and yet also this. It's also it's a it's this dark underbelly of rugby league. Also, look, there's characters that that float in the rugby league circles that are capable of this sort of thing. Yes. Sure, but it is at its very essence unrugby league. Yes, because the rugby league is about the people. That's it. It's about the community. It's about the community. It's That's about, right. It's about grassroots. That's it. That's it. Canteens. It's it's about tribalism. Yeah. Painting the fields. Yep. Granddad paints the fields. He's been doing it for fucking. 40 it's about years. it's about having a couple of schooners and shooting the shit. That we we know what it's about. I'm yeah. looking at, it's about HD Light. Yeah, now, exactly. This doesn't align with HD Light. No, this is not HD Light. No. This isn't fresh cut grass on a Sunday no. morning. No, no, no. I'll give you the hot tip, it's not. No. Now, uh hugs and kisses, uh prayers, no prayers, hugs and kisses to the Blaney Bears. Oh, absolute hugs and kisses. Uh look, if we come across some sort of fundraising link, we'll put it up. On the website. Well, I think they might have actually already even started. Maybe the Group 10 Country Rugby League in general has started a let's help out the Blaney Bears fund. Look, if we find the link, we'll put it up. Yeah. And let get around know. the Bears. If anyone from the Blaney Bears listens to us, as I'm sure they do, by all means, let us know and we'll put up. The We're link. happy to help. We're happy to help out. Look, as as we have said, 100000 just a tick under hat sold. So we're happy to, you know, we'll kick in some cash. Yeah. Happy to uh, kick in some Hunters cash. and dribblers love to kick in cash. Yeah, they do. For worthy causes. For worthy causes. Uh, there's a theme this week, punters, dribblers, is about helping out yeah. you know, your fellow man. Yeah. And by fellow man, I mean the Blaney Bears. The Blaney Bears and the St. Mary's somethings. But look, I'm not happy about that. No. It's put uh, a sour so taste in my mouth. Yeah, it has. And you're disappointed that Sasai ever donned the maroon and white. Well, we can we scrub. Him. We can scrub. We, can, we could just scrub him. We can, we? we can scrub. Never played for Manly. I tell, I'll give you that tip. He won't be the Golden Eagles March this year. No, no, he won't. You and I will be. Oh, we'll be there. We'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've already actually hit us up. Well, we've, our invites have arrived. Yeah. I um, have gotten them home. Yeah, yeah. Very excited to get back there. Um, one other thing in rugby league, the rugby league world, before we move on to other things, Eddie, things that aren't rugby league. Reports are coming out the last couple of days that Phil Gus Gould wants to be a player manager. Do you have any opinions about that? I read that. I think it makes a lot of sense. Now, I'll tell you what. He has done the coaching thing to critical acclaim, it must be said. He moved into, like, director of rugby league, didn't go as well, but, you know, some would say that it did, just didn't win a ring in his role at Penrith. No. But obviously knows the game inside out, very powerful figure, uh, understands how it works. If you're in the business of looking to make coin... I think he's going to make... I think he can make a lot of it. Is there a conflict of interest having Phil Gould be a... uh media tycoon I think that he would I think manager. I think that he would have to relinquish so he couldn't be on channel 9 no I don't think right. so which is I don't think that's going to happen well I mean look because I mean you don't necessarily you're not guaranteed to but walk do you know what I mean? sign players like, but I, gotta... I just think that well, I think that if you're on channel 9 you've you're given your blokes more of a platform is there something wrong with that I don't know that's what I mean though right maybe so not. He could say, imagine maybe not just, well no but I think there is a little bit let's say you've signed Eddie Simpson who's you know, a player, a gun. Of, well, no. Let's say not for this for this argument, Eddie. Let's let's pretend like you're completely uncoordinated and again the opposite of my look. Let's basically just, what I'm like pretend, on the Oztag field. Flip that. Yeah, let's pretend your uncle is fuck for this. Just for just for this. Now, 
if you're but you've but you've done enough to make it to NRL. Yeah. So you're not that uncouth. No. But, you know, like I've you, got a contract. Yes. If Phil could basically I'm not saying Phil would do this, but Phil could just talk you up. And if you were to fucking do something wrong, say you were to drop the ball, which I know is not in your nature, or say you were meant to, like, you threw a shit pass, which I know isn't something that you would yeah, do. Yeah, but I don't think, I think that, you're, you're assuming then that the scouts at the clubs aren't doing their jobs. No, I'm just saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to sign some kid they've never watched play. No, of course they're not going to do that. But what and I'm if saying, Phil talks them up, so what? Like, yeah, he talks them up on Channel 9, sure. I think it works better for sponsorships and shit, not necessarily clubs. Why sponsorships? Because if he's talking them up on on TV, then he gets more of a profile. Right, well, isn't that a conflict of interest? Well, you just want the best for your client. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I Look, I, I know what you're saying. We're just shooting the shit here, No, right? I know, I know. I think that where he's come from, right, is he's looked at all these fucking player and uh, managers. player managers who are fucking over their clients constantly. Yeah. I mean, look, Latrell went through four or five before he got that deal done at the South Sydney. There's a, there's a litany of others that yeah. have had similar problems. He's obviously like these blokes are fucking cowboys, and we need to we need to sort this industry out in the best interest of the players. If he makes a bit of coin on the side, I'm happy with that. Yes, there may be a conflict of interest, but if there yeah. is, I'm, I'm sure the NRL can adjudicate on that sure hey i'm not against it necessarily i'm playing dead devil's advocate i wish you uh, have to which you have you've to. got to do here yeah, to yeah. have a fair and balanced otherwise discussion. the world is chaos yes exactly or it's all just an echo chamber yeah um but i mean look I just, if it's better for the players gus is sure. just so rugby league and he's so essential to the fabric of the game and everything about it he's like if, if rugby league is a moving continuous reality show soap opera he is one of the main characters in its continue you know in every season and every year so the more he can be involved in it whether you love him or hate him the more he can be involved in it i actually like i will say this i'll put my hand up and admit i don't know enough about the player agent world we have been saying we want to get a player agent on and we will and we will and then we'll know for sure yeah. what it's like because like, you hear murky fucking stories you hear yeah. murky shit stories yeah. and it seems like it's you know, the, the aim of the game is to be as ruthless as possible. Yes. Think Cherry Evans manage it fucking... With the All Brothers. The All Brothers leading on the Titans like that, only knowing full well the whole time they're going to backflip and just... Apparently. Look, anyway, we won't get into it. It's no. for another podcast. But I want to know more. Yes. I do. Am I anti it? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not... You know what? I'm not... Not, on the, not on the face of it. No. Not on the face of it. But, Eddie... If I you do want to sign me, Phil... You've got my do number. You, do you do diligence? Yeah, well, you've got I'd my say number. Just do. You well, do look, look. Mate. I will, I will say this: we have our, we've got our Div One punters, dribblers semifinal this Thursday. Why don't you come down, Phil, and, and check me out? <laughs> check us out. Come, come Where's it? Where's it at? Centennial Park, Parklands, like Centennial Park in the middle parade grounds. Oh cool. wow, that's Div One semi. Div One semi. I've been a bit quiet about it this year. Yeah. Giving you the limelight. Giving you the limelight. Mate, what do you, you mean? You and your stupid club. You haven't won a game. We're, we're out the there. The punters and the dribblers love to get around whatever it is. We've like, we're, mate. We've I gone. can't believe you haven't actually spoken about the Div bus. Two Centennial Park. Obviously, we know we got the W. Uh, Div, Div Div Two Wentworth Park. Obviously, we won that comp two. So we're going for the three Pete. So, but so we've gone, gone up two to Division one. Twos. Yeah. Two, back to back Division Two champs. Yeah. In Wentworth and Centennial Park, and now we're up to the big time Div One Centennial Park. How's the competition? Oh, it's tough. Is it tough? Yeah, yeah. We've snuck into the top four by the skin of our nutsacks. And by <laughs> the skin of our nutsacks, one try for and against got us in. Oh, shit. That's how tight it was. Can I say this as well? Because I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. But a friend of the show, Jack Freeman, quite a... 
Yeah, he did. Look, yeah. I was just giving Jack time to mend. Is he okay? He's okay. Yeah. He's he's in the uh, he's in the slinky brace. Is now. he out of hospital? Yeah, he's out of hospital. Yeah. yeah. So what happened? Do we, do we do we does he not want to we can, we don't We can we, talk about it. I, I think I think I think now. I was just giving him space. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? Statute of limitations yeah, yeah. passed. Playing Oztag, uh we were fucking we, we were up, I think, from memory. Pretty sure we got the W this week. Uh, and someone they put a kick in, it was a shit kick. So you can kick. Yeah, it's, it's rugby league, except you've got tags on. Oh, I love that. It's so much better than a fucking touch. Yeah. Do you, is there a rule just before we get on that you're, you personally aren't allowed to kick? Me personally? Yeah. No, I can kick. But no, I can you, kick, you can kick on zero, four, and five. But I mean you. like Does the team sort of go, don't bother? Like, Look, I'm a not... a couple of kickers that you, you probably aren't... Generally like, speaking... Last the, tackle. Generally speaking, generally speaking, the tens will kick. And by tens, it's like there's a, there's a handful of guys that play the ten role, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we use ten, but it's it's more six, seven roll. It should be. I should be. I should be using the right the right terms. Game. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. There's something about ten. Yeah, I, like no, that. Like, I get you. Seven. But, yeah. Play the seven, six, seven rolls. Right, the half roll more than others. But sometimes you might find yourself on the fifth with the nut. Yeah, and, and you, you got to you got to you got to kick. You got to <laughs> kick for the corners, and you got to you got to put pressure on them, and yeah. you got to kick for territory. Yeah, we all yeah. know the no, fucking aim of the game, baby. Do you? What position do you play? I play like I play outside or inside the ball players. So okay. like I'll play. Give me a nut on the inside. Have you or I'll run a outside. roaming license. I roam. Yeah, pop I'll roam. up wherever. Yeah, you're there, you yeah. Know, yeah. I'll defend in the middle. Put my hard yards in, yeah. and then I'll just I'll sit outside the halves, yeah. as it were. Yeah. And demand the footy and run really nice lines. Yeah, tries this season. Yeah, couple many? of couple, couple of tries. Uh, one out of dummy half, bang, dummy over the oh, line. Oh, you that got a show and go. I think I've got three tries this year. Yeah, yeah show and go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not so bad. Phil, if you're listening. You know what I mean. There's, there's, there's things there. Anyway, anyway Jack, Jack. Enough about me. <laughs> Obviously, the punter of the jubilee want to know about me, but Jack. So, friend of the show, Jack Freeman, legend. Uh, he he's 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 as described by him. Yeah. Thinking Bowden Barrett, right? So the the shit kicks gone in, and he's seen a gap, and he's running towards a footy with the intention of one hand scoop. And I'm off. I'm through the gap vibes, gotcha. right? Yep. That's what he was planning on doing. Scotty Rumble, another friend of the show, has sort of like, he's going for the footy as well. And, you know, friendly it's fire. friendly fire stuff. Uh, Jack has somehow, uh, Scotty's hip has run into the back of Jack's head and the top of his neck. Now, fucking knocks him out, basically. Knocked him Not it knocks him out, but, but he's on the ground for ages, right? Then he sort of gets up and he's like pretty ginger and we lay, lay him down and put ice on the back of his head. The game was over. It was like the last play of the game, oh, as inevitably it always happens. Yeah. I played with another bloke, Will Tresseter, who broke his collarbone last fucking play of the day. Of the day. Anyway, so on the he's on the sideline, ice in the back of his head and it's like numb and he's a bit fucking like, oh we shit. Doubt. We were like, oh, you must be concussed. Like you think concussion. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like, oh, it's getting a bit worse. And then he was The starting- numbness. Well, like it was sort of, I think, yeah, a bit numby and like a little bit tingly in the arm oh, and stuff. Shit. Not good signs. Anyway, so he's like, I've got to go to hospital. He was going to go home first. And then when he's in the car, he's like, nah, fuck this. Like, yeah, this I'm going to go. Vibes. And then they go into, when he gets there, they go into full like neck protocol. Yeah, let's lay you down. And like. And then he said the, the tingly thing in the arm and they're like, holy shit. So anyway, they, they do the scans. He shattered the back of his skull and uh, I think uh, fractured his C2 vertebrae. If my memory serves me, Jesus. MRIs and shit. He was in hospital for a couple of days. He's all good now, thank God. Thank God. Thank the heavens. But Blood clots and shit as well, like nasty stuff. Close to nightmare stuff. Like, well, I mean, anything, anything in that, in, anything in and around that world is, I think, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not 
they weren't like holy shit you're, you're lucky. A millimeter away. No, or no, no, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But still. But still. I mean. But still. You shattered the back of your skull. And, and mate, you and you what you're going up. for a Bowden Barrett at bloody yes, it's Div One, but still, <laughs> I mean, fair income. Like it's not the it's not fucking first grade NRL, is it? No. Not far off, but but, but not first grade it, well, NRL. there's no tackling. No. So you know what I mean. It's still Div One. It's, it's still Div One. It's still Div One. Anyway, he's on the mend. He was supposed to be in a neck brace for a month. I think he still is, but now he's on a, like the sock brace. Okay. So Jack Freeman healing up nicely. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Jack. him. Just wanted to give you a bit of space before I told a hundred thousand people about your injury. Yeah. Uh, now now Australia knows. Yeah. Now Australia knows. Now Australia but knows. But Div Two, uh, Div One, rather Thursday night semi final uh, up against the Wood Ducks. If you play for the Wood Ducks. Look, we're not big fans. No, okay. Are they? Are you not fan? Don't like them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? Bit of bit of bad blood. Yeah, well, I mean, according to the rest of the division, no one likes them. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Just dickheads? Well, everyone just goes. They're they're just a bit. Of, they're big days. Yeah. Right. Well, but they're top of the table, so you can't knock them. Well, you know, the hunt in a prof- in a professional in a professional, setting. In a professional sense. But I give you the hot tip: the Bucks get up for a semi, especially when we're. I thought the Bucks also don't like. They like playing in wet. Bucks love the wet. So this could be really good for the Bucks. So we'll see. We'll see. Any Bucks merch going around? Uh, not yet. Because there is a whisper, and this is outside of Hello Sport, but there is a whisper that some uh, Thick Ropes County 11 merch may be popping up. Just I know there are some punter dribblers out there that have considered it. So What? They want Thick Ropes County 11 merch. Oh, the punter and the dribbler do? Yeah. Sure. So I mean, if we roll out into a box as well, yeah, yeah. Look down yeah. the track. Well, something to I'll think keep about. you all posted. Yeah. If you want some limited edition Hello Sport crossed with slippery bucks Oztag shorts, <laughs> seems like a fucking no brainer to me. <laughs> uh, we we can see what we can do. Yeah. Anyway, that's sort of a long winded rugby league, and where, where are we? Holy at? shit! <laughs> uh, punters and dribblers, I apologise. That was very self indulgent, no, but mate, that was perfect. Just making up for the four or five hours of fucking lame bloody... What, who do you play for? The, the Thick, Thick Roads County, County 11. 11 uh, winless. Uh, yeah. I th- you needed some glory injected into, the, into your veins, I think. Well, the Bucks The punter and dribbler. Well, again, you know, the, the yin and the yang, we've got a successful touch team that we're affiliated with. Oztag. sponsor. Oztag. Sorry, Oztag. And we have, you know... Uh, 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 2020 cricket side that's all that's chock full of character yeah and heart and heart uh, that's that's let's move that's on rugby like. let's move on that's rugby like that's rugby like okay Eddie so rugby union where, where were we wrong where were we wrong where were we wrong where were we wrong is that a tongue twister I don't know I don't it was think, for me yeah it was for you I don't think it is where were we wrong I think it's easy enough to say but as we reported what 10 years ago um, if I'm being honest with the punter the dribbler, nine months. Nine months. We said, keep an eye out. Fox Sports, Super Rugby, TV deal. We've look. We've got ears everywhere. We hear whispers all the time. Now, if you honestly think that that's a joke when we say that, surely you're starting to come to yeah. your fucking senses by now. By now, it must be starting to click. That we hear shit all the time. Yeah. We have well-placed sources. Yes. And we heard that contract negotiations between Fox and the ARU had fallen over. They were going to go back to the table, but we heard things were not promising. Things were not good. Correct. 
rugby union are looking uh, a little bit too big for its boots in terms of what the product is versus what the product generates in terms of revenue, yes. which is what Fox Sports want it to do. Yes. So they basically, the negotiations have fallen apart. Now, we've since read last week in the paper that they've fallen apart in their entirety. In their entirety. Now... Well, Fox has just gone, yeah, okay. Fox no. has said no. And off the back of that, they're like, okay, let's go get um, Shoot Shield and then Queensland Rugby as well. Queensland Rugby and Sydney Rugby as it is have fallen under the pressure clearly of the ARU being like, no, you have to side with us. So they've said no to Fox Sports. So it's looking like Fox Sports, who basically created professional rugby in this country, they're no longer showing rugby on their screens yes not right now is it as of next year as of, as of 2021 yeah, yeah yeah but i mean they might be this might be a blessing disguise for fox sports not to not to beat rugby again but no. i'm just telling it as it was told in the fucking paper yes mate viewership numbers down 19 percent super rugby round one down 35 percent on last year on australian games yeah the Waratahs had their lowest. In fairness to the Waratahs, it was pissing with rain. And it was at Newcastle. In Newcastle, but their lowest ever crowd. The Brumbies crowd and the Waratahs crowd combined was, uh, I think, less than one of the AFLW games. Not shitting on the AFLW games, just it's only in the second year of its fucking existence. existence. Well, I mean, look, no, no, we're not shooting on the AFLW at all, but no. you got to build things up from the... Like, yeah. mate, NRL wasn't played in front of 100,000 people when it first started. No, it takes time. I mean. So it's like, and good on the AFLW as well, but just we're talking about the, the, the rugby union is two games couldn't even match one of the AFLW games. I'm pretty sure the Brumbies and the Reds last week, round one, got like 7,000. Yeah, they've all been getting like 7,000. It's it, They're very low numbers. Very, very low numbers. Uh, and then in terms of where you may be able to see rugby moving forward, the one that was most talked about, it's not the one that's, it's not an au fait accompli, but the one that was most talked about was Optus, similar to the EPL. And I've got to say, Eddie, and I've got to say with all due respect, you know, we're, we're fans of the game of rugby union when played as it should be. But who in their right mind, with all of the subscriptions you pay for currently in your life, whether it's... Um, Spotify, Netflix, Stan, Disney Plus, fucking KO, KO which we get for free. Um, any of it. Are you really going to go and pay for Optus for EPL and for Rugby Union? I saw something the other day that was interesting to me. Optus Sport, which has the EPL, mm. they reckon 700,000 subscribers. Now, I'm calling bullshit on that. I'm calling bullshit. I'm an Optus... Uh, I'm an Optus... I have an Optus phone. There you go. So do I. But I get it for free. Yeah. Which I reckon is what it is. I reckon I've made it. I've made an Optus Sport account because it's free for me. Yeah. And I reckon that's what it is. Do I you actually use it? Never. I've never used it. But I'm saying I reckon that's what the number is because yeah. KO's got up to about 200,000 subscribers I've read recently, right? And dropping, apparently. But let's say, let's call it 200,000 for argument's sake. Yeah. Are you telling me that the EPL is three and a half times, they've brought in three and a half times more than that? For no. just the EPL no in a country way. where it's not even the main, it's not even There's the most no popular way. fucking There's sport. no fucking way. No. Now, are people going to get an Optus phone just to watch the rugby union? I mean, look, they might get some numbers over there because people have Optus phones. They're like, fuck it. Yeah, it's well, easy. Like, I get that. But is anyone buying an Optus subscription for... The Super Rugby. The Super Rugby. No. Why doesn't the Super Rugby do it themselves? 
What do you mean? Oh, no, they can't. They could look. I'm just going to broadcast I'm, it. No, I'm just shooting the shit like, you know, like an NBA league pass vibe. Right. I mean, again. But the NBA league pass. <laughs> it would generate no money. Well, dude. if it's cheap. Yeah, but how are you paying players? Because that's what these broadcast deals are. All right, here's 200 million. I know. Go pay players. Look, you they want, they want, they want, I think. Like, all right, we're going to actually just have to tie these into like school fees and just televise fucking. I think they wanted like 50 million a, a, a year. A season, yeah. A season. I think it's more like 30. Though. Well, it's going to drop, I think. I don't know how, in God's name, 30 million is going to pay for rugby in this country for a year. Well, if it goes to 30 million, it's also there's less teams to pay. To pay. So they'll, they'll 30 million the would go like that, mate. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not 30 million. Did they say 30 million? Did you read that number? I don't know. I'm pretty. Oh, again, whispers. Yeah, I've heard that's the offer. Yeah, thirty million a year over five, which is one fifty. They want to, they want to fucking two fifty. It's a tough one. It's a very look again. Sad times, and now South Africa won out of the Super Rugby. That could be a good thing. Honestly, ultimately, South Africans out of Super Rugby could be a good thing. It, I look, mean, it just, I I understand. I understand the arguments for the South Africans wanting to leave. Like realistically, realistically, when Super Rugby falls over, and mark my words, punters and dribblers, it will. It will, and the time time is nearing. Like South Africa already have two teams playing up in like the. You sound like the dude in Titanic who's like, I, I assure you, she will sink. Yeah. She made of iron, sir. <laughs> sure, you can sink. She will. How long? An hour, two at most. Anyway, <laughs> I can quote Titanic later. Uh, <laughs> more important fish to fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's the future of Super Rugby. Which I mean, yeah. to some is not important at all, no. but to to others, very important, very important. As indicated by the healthy amount of Facebook fucking Dribble. dribbler posts that yeah. I've been saying, um, two clubs have already gone to like European rugby, like English, the English rugby comp, whatever the fuck that's called. Uh, what the hell is that called? Top flight, top flight, your English, English rugby. English rugby sure. <laughs> Sorry for not knowing. I'm not fucking English. Um, Heineken Cup? Or is that, no, 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 no. That's, no, no. The, that's like that's the European, European. That's European Cup. And I think naming rights may have changed. League One? No. Okay. League One is a top. That's Division One French football. <laughs> well. Anyway. Whatever. It's Dior. by the by. Top 14 is the French version. Yeah. The English version of that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think that South African teams, all of them will probably leave for a, a myriad of reasons. Broadcast deal fucking is going to go up. Yeah. Uh, acclimatizing to like horrendous fucking um, what's it called when you fly around time the world? Time difference, yeah, but also jet lag. jet lag, jet lag for the players. Time difference for eyeballs on screens. They're going to get more revenue. The players will be happier. The flights are shorter. You're also like going to Europe. The only reason they were like, oh, maybe we'll opt out, is because they thought that playing against New Zealand every week is good for their, you know. Development, but, but the, the, um, Europe's been pretty strong at the moment. Well, it's only going to get stronger if they're in there as well. But I give you the hot tip: when Super Rugby falls over, and let's say South Africa then goes to the Six Nations to make it seven, or they'll fuck off Italy and keep it at six, then it's New Zealand and, and old, you know, old has been Australia, Japan. Who, I mean, God knows. I think where they're leaving. Able... Japan are leaving. Well, they got kicked out. Yeah. But there's, then you've got Japan and then you've got Argentina and it's just, it's all it's all starting to look a bit... This is like, this is like the party. Faded? It, well, it's kind of like the party. It's like leaving a, 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 nice, a nice shirt on the line for too long and the sun just drains yeah, it all. Or it's, it's like colour. being at a party where like all the, everyone that you want to see has left and now you're just left in this awkward room of people and it's like, well, what yeah, a weird mix of... You're like, having a great conversation with some, some really chatty, bubbly people and yeah. they all leave and you find yourself... Surrounded by beaters. Yeah. 
It's a weird... Uh, and you know what? That's probably what New Zealand's thinking. Yeah, than I, can, I, can, I can guarantee you. That's from a New Zealand standpoint. I wouldn't be surprised if they just shut their doors and go, we're we'll just going to do our like local our ITM cup thing. Yeah. And then we'll just go on like world tours every year and fucking own everyone. Yeah. I think Australia will play you for historical reasons, but... Other than that. Other than that, we're out. That's probably where it's going. And Australia at some point is just going to go, you know what? Fine. We are... We've been swallowed whole by AFL and, and rugby league. It's, it, it was inevitable, but it's happened. We've been swallowed whole. If you want to watch footy, you have to go down to the park and watch. It's boutique now. Yeah, it's boutique stuff. Build up club rugby again. Start there. Yeah. Start with club rugby. We, we've said it time and time again. <laughs> fuck off, province. Fuck off, Super Rugby. Go back to club land. Do it that way. Put more money into good footy, good rugby. Televised schoolboy footy as well. Who've got yeah, but there's history there. Like Randwick versus East, there's history there. People watch that. People yes. are interested. Warringah yes. versus Manly. People are interested in that, right? Yeah. That's why the national comp didn't work because everyone's like, who the fuck are these blokes? Yeah. What the? Who the Eagles? What? Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're not about. Start again. Go back to grassroots footy and see if you can build it up that way. And if you can't, you had a good run, and we move on. <laughs> we move. Life goes on, mate. There was look. Test cricket's how old? 150 years. Mate, what fucking what about before that? Yeah. We haven't had test cricket for long at all, bro. Things come and go. Mm. That's just, I mean, I hate to be negative. You mean in the history of humans? In the history of, yeah. Humanity. Yes, in our calendar. Yeah. In humanity's calendar. calendar. What were the minds playing? Whatever they were playing, it's gone. It's gone. I guarantee, like, mate, there was there was the curtly beal of the mind, whatever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's gone now. He's done. And the, at least we've got good record keeping now, so we can still reminisce About, on the good times. That's it. We'll, we'll know Australia won two World Cups back when rugby was a thing. And look, yes, we're being negative, but uh, look, we're not being negative. We're being real. You come to us for real opinions that are honest. Unqualified. And I'm not going to come on be. here and on my own podcast, no less, and fucking tell fibs. I'm not going to do it. Uh-uh. So that's the lay of the land, punters and dribblers. <laughs> Uh, so the Beadman Awards on tonight, the yep. ACA, we've covered this for like the last three or four years. If yep. you want to go back and listen to our coverage, yep. work out what time of year the Beadman Awards should be on or are on, as in February, go yep. back a year ago and listen to what we said. I actually about. believe the fu- the last year's episode was called Dior. So this is going to require you to go back and do some Dior. Not sure what number it was, but we covered off on the ACA's, the Donald Beadman Awards. Our opinions haven't changed. No. Our opinions remain unchanged. I'm not going to cover it again. No. Couldn't be fucked. Go back and listen. I think it's time for some dribbler dribbles. There's a couple that came through, Tom, I believe. There are. I think the first one we go to, there is, there's there's some obviously some voicemails. but I think, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but the first thing I'd like to do, Eddie, is a, uh, a shout-out. Oh, yes. That we've been... Uh, that's been... Yes. We've had a reach-out to us via our uh, Facebook inbox. Mm-hmm. So let me just read it. Again, I apologize in advance for my reading. Just dig deep. Thank just you. dig deep. Well, here I am, moments before Valentine's Day, messaging the other woman in my relationship. Tell you what, if my boyfriend t- calls me a dribbler again, I'll be doing something regrettable. Like posting a Google review of your podcast while signed into my actual Gmail account. And it won't be five stars, probably four, because it's as spiteful as I can get. Asking to save our relationship. No pressure. Could you give him a V-Day shout-out on, uh, on, the, on the podcast? 
And if we're stretching the friendship, suggest that five plus years of dating is fair enough for a proposal. Kind regards, Anonymous. Now, what this young dribblet didn't realize that while she wrote Anonymous, it's been sent from her Facebook profile, so her name and her picture comes up. Yeah. So that's a bad shit. Well, she's got a lot of dribblet about her. She's got a lot of dribblet about her. Uh, appreciate you reaching out. So you know, look, we are the other woman in plenty of relationships. We are. So don't don't worry about. Don't feel that. threatened. No, don't feel threatened. It is what it is. Mm, it is what it is. That's right. So I won't say her name, but I well, will. she's anonymous, Tom. She's anonymous, even though I am looking at her photo and her name right now, and I can tell you where she studied. <laughs> What she did last weekend. I can tell you that she went to the Queensland University of Technology and lives in Brisbane. <laughs> That's not important. Uh, the shout out is to her her man, her dribbler. Yeah. Um, and that is Oscar Hull. Oscar Hull. Or Fitzy, as he likes to Fitzy. be called. Fitzy. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Babe. Thanks for being such a passionate lover yep. over the last however long you've however listened. Long you've been listening. Uh, wish you the most Very beautiful, most uh, salacious, not salacious, but the most... Um, fulfilling. Fulfilling. Lead and pencil Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day of your life. Yes. Uh, to all the punters and dribblers. And dribblets out there. Enjoy the day. Have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Enjoy each other. Don't, you know, don't be ashamed to tell each other you love each other. That's right. Be, be passionate, be bold, be open, be true. Be honest, be vulnerable. Yeah. Allow yourself to be vulnerable, yeah. but also be strong. Yeah. And, and and be confident. Well, there is an inherent strength in vulnerability. Oh, there is. They go hand in hand. They always have, Tom. They always have intertwined. Yeah. I will say this in reference to her five years, is it enough for the marriage proposal thing? I can't go along with that for fear <laughs> of incriminating myself. That's right. I think there is some sort of like, uh, le- like, part of the law where I can sort of just opt out? Well, I think actually legally now anyway, just in terms of how long, just speaking for you and Ella and also for Fitzy and Anonymous, uh, that the the law states that you are now de facto and essentially if you wanted to separate and take half of each other's shit, I think that you both, everyone's fucked in that situation. Mm. Now, I am engaged. Did I take five years or, or more to do so? Yes. In fact, it may have taken a child as well. <laughs> <laughs> so although we can, would like to help you, we can't, we can't. on that one, but we can on in the, the fact that we wished him happy Valentine's Day. Now, I did get back to Anon and just said, look, if you really want to make his Valentine's Day special, I do, because this was obviously a week ago. Yeah. I do know uh, of a midnight blue corduroy cap for sale online. That is, you know, they're flying out the door. But if if your if your man's a big as dribbler as you as you say, he'll probably appreciate it. To which she replied, "I've already fucking bought one." Look at that! Look at that! I mean, that's a dribblet of the highest. So caliber. he should lock her down, really. Well, I've changed my tune. Yeah, I've changed my tune. Lock her down. Well, that's it's five plus years and a, and a Hello Sport hat. Lock her down. Lock her down, Fitzy. Lock it down. Uh, but happy Valentine's Day as well, bro. Well done, bro. Be soon. Good on you, mate. Um, now, I think we get to some of the... died. Anyway. No, they're still going. Okay, a couple of dribbler dribbles here, punters and dribblers. Yeah, g'day, boys. This is Grandpa Joe Wade here. Just mm. listening to the potting um, while I'm cooking a bit of tea for the family. And I was just thinking about the, um, the nine scheduling. And I got to thinking about it's in Perth. 
and it's on Valentine's Day. Now, Perth not historically big uh, on the NRL. I know they're trying to push for it, but it's an AFL city, so the chances of Perth dribblet being happy to go to the NRL nines on Valentine's Day, and they're pushing shit uphill. Anyway, boys, see you soon. Good point from Grandpa Joe. Great point. It has been touched on by another dribbler a couple well, of weeks ago. I think that he's saying off the back of that because it was last week. Yeah, yeah. I would like to. I, we we need to know is the nines a weekend thing? Yes, it is. Yeah. So I sort of understand more now about that scheduling conflict. I still would have liked the whole weekend to be free, yes. as it were. Yes. I wouldn't underestimate Perth as a rugby league city. Well, look, they rug- yes. they love their rugby league. They do, there. but I also think maybe what works in their favour is the fact that Dribblet doesn't know rugby league. And so maybe the Perth Dribbler can hoodwink the Misso mm. and be like, babe, go- let's go, we're going to the nines. Oh, what's that? You know, get dressed up to the nines. She then gets there and obviously is yep. heartbroken. Consistent. Get dressed up to the nines. We're, we're going, going to, to the, the nines. nines. I wouldn't be surprised if that is all over TV and radio over in Perth. Should be. If it's not, it, it should be. Now, I think that with that in mind, it could just be a clever marketing ploy by the head honchos at, at the NRL looking to capture, looking to tap into a new market. That's yeah. the that's the Perth dribblet market, which is you know they know they don't probably don't know the rugby league as well as the other states. It's it mate, that's a big market, the yeah. dribblet Perth market, yeah. big it's, market. Look at the size of Perth, look at the size of Western Australia. Huge, huge. I like to think people are coming down from bloody Kalgoorlie in the car. Yeah, the Kalgoorlie dribblet. Yeah. That's what I'd like to think. <laughs> All right, let's go again. Wonder if Ironside's going to come back with any chipper fucking. Drills. Look, I mean, he, he better be he better be more up and about if he is. Look, he's bounced back a little on uh, on the punter dribbler page, but anyway, I digress. Yeah, g'day boys. Uh, Long time uh, punter, um, somewhat of a dribbler here. Needs a glass of water. Uh, just seen the fucking news about uh, rugby losing the fucking TV rights to Fox Sports going forward. Um, fucking happy about this absolute fucking mediocrity from rugby australia that entire fucking board ought to be shot <laughs> dead set when you get fucking more fans down the rat park to watch warringah play in the shoot shield mm. and what you can get to watch the tars play the reds on a saturday night there's just something there's just something going fucking wrong big time i'm not happy about it <sighs> Rugby's going down the fucking toilet in this country and no one seems to fucking do anything about it. It's not good enough. Years of fucking mediocrity from the Wallabies and selling it out to fucking Fox Sports. You haven't paid through to fucking ask for it. Now no cunt wants to watch it. It's absolutely fucked. Shoot a lot of it. Be soon. Yeah. Yep, I like yeah, it. I like that it. Is Furious yeah, yeah. dribbler I've ever heard. Oh, that's as that's as furious a caller as we've had through to the dribbler hotline. Now I've got to be honest with you, he's left two more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, just call it back again about the fucking rugby situation, boys. Um, at Raylene Castle, what the who like who the fuck is hiring her within their organisation to run a tight ship? Seriously, like what? the fuck has she done that's been good for any sporting organisation? This is fucked. Want her out. See you soon, boys. Yeah, g'day, boys. Um, just woken up this morning after a few last night. Um, 
pulled down on my dribble. Uh, it's going to call back up now and uh, triple on it. Um, just on the rugby again, um, been reading on this Raylene Castle. Um, so she made a fucking mess of the Bulldogs for memory a few years ago. And then somehow she scored the fucking gig at Rugby Australia. And don't know how. Now I'm having a fucking look here on a on a bit of a bio. She's a fucking Kiwi. <laughs> like, what the? What have we? What have we come to as a country? But we've got a Kiwi running Rugby Australia. Like seriously. Like this woman's got a fucking order of a order of merit for New Zealand for her services to sport over there. She obviously can't be too and bad then. We've got a fucking working for Australia. Like this is just really like not good like you can just see why rugby's going down the toilet here like we need we need someone Australian back in there seriously <laughs> as a game like we may as well just give up on it right now if we got if we got Kiwis coaching and running the show like come on like I'd love to hear suggestions for who you think should take over boys but yeah I don't know about the I just don't know about this Raylene woman. Just can't cop that we've got a Kiwi running the show. She's even a citizen of New Zealand. Like, she's like, come on. Anyway, boys, cheers. Fuck. That's fired up dribble stuff. That is some fired up three-part dribble. Uh, in in defence of our New Zealand brothers and sisters, Tom and I are actually technically citizens as well. We are half Kiwi, so uh, we can't completely lambast poor Raylene here. I will say this, though. If she's got an order of merit for services to New Zealand sport, and I'm, I'm assuming administration here, mm. she must be all right. Yes, her record in Australia has, has been, been poor. It's been, well, we're not going to sit here and defend that. She fucked the Bulldogs. She was part of fucking the Bulldogs. She played a role in, in, fucking, in the fucking the Bulldogs and things she played don't... played a role in fucking rugby. Yeah, things don't look like they're going as well or they're going similarly in rugby union. I don't know why they hired her. Maybe they thought that she was like a bit of an animal and a bit of a go-getter and they got her at a good price. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm not... I don't have my finger on the pulse of the, of the, administrative, uh, the administrative landscape like I would like. No. So I don't or like the pun and dribble. Probably expect. From oh, us. what they expect, and that's my apologies. I can always do better, and it's about bettering yourself as a as a human yeah. and as a podcaster. Yes. So I'll work on that, and I'll come back to you in terms of who could do it if you're that interested. But if you're yeah. not, I won't. No, and look uh, to throw names let's around. Save disappointment. We won't come to back throw to names that. around. Get David could we, Gallup. Could we do it? We could probably could, do it. Could we do it? Well, yes. we have been approached, but I don't want. to. Yes, we could do it in terms of people that could do it and that could lift. The code, yeah. we could do it. We've said no. We're we, too busy. I'm flat out. Flat out. I've got jackhammering to do. Eddie's got other stuff to do. He's, he's you know, playing in the semis. For, well, I've got the semis. The Div 1 on Thursday, as I've already indicated. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I've am i got a full plate. Yeah. I've got a full plate. Full plate. Uh, I've got a kid as well. Anyway, Loved your passion, mate. Love uh, passion. We always love dribblers with passion calling up. I find they're the best. Well, mate, I mean, that was actually hilarious. But I do also agree that having a New Zealand administrator, a Kiwi coach, it's all a bit Kiwi. And like when, you, when you've got such a rivalry with New Zealand. It's all a bit Kiwi. It's a bit Kiwi for me. Mm. But uh, thanks for the dribble, bro. Let's move on, though. Boys, uh, 
always Iron's idea. Um, oh. First of all, I will never forgive for sending dark dribbles, but I will um, forget that I have. I wouldn't say um, sending some dark dribbles because listening to the back was a darker time, but I do really appreciate everyone uh, following up and seeing if I'm okay. It's I have a constructive gym here, but this morning I have, am convinced that the Wallabies need to be sponsored by Weekbix to continue, uh, well, to not continue losing dramatically bad, because even if that's a fucking word. Um, Dramatically? George Gregan, 27 weeks in the morning. If that's not throbbing, I don't know what is. Um, you might be wanting to award me a Hello Sport tinfoil hat, but Weekbix equals World Cups. Look, I'm not going to... think about I'm, I'm not going to knock it. I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking the wheat bix the wheat bix idea. I think the wheat bix idea is tremendous. Now that reminds me of success, mate. Wheat bix and Vegemite. That's what this nation was founded on. Yeah. Okay. And there is a correlation 100 percent between wheat bix and success. I think there's been a distinct lack of wheat bix sort of rhetoric around Australian sports. How many do you long. do, mate? And I've got to say this: whilst Ironside has brought this up, in the, there was an ad that we saw the other day where it was like you know seven, six, five, eight, seven, six. Da, 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 it was in the punters and dribblers group. It was in the punters and dribblers group. Which if you're not in, then you're nobody. Uh, but then Gregan at the end said 27. Now was George being facetious? and humorous I'm not sure but what I will say I do the hot tippy wasn't George is the greatest halfback of all time mm. in rugby yep fact Brett Lee used to espouse the seven wheat bix uh, as, as being some sort of like look at me I do seven wheat bix I gotta say Eddie and you and I have discussed this at length away from the podcast yeah this, well, this has consumed us for a well, while well over the years we've talked about it yeah um how you can be an elite athlete and then try and impress me with seven wheat bix or four, or four, or, or four, six, or eight, or whatever. Like, if you're an elite, I how many? How many reckon you could do? If I'm elite and I'm training that often, I'm asking you. If just, I if I'm I said, saying if Brett's elite and he's doing seven, I reckon I could do fifteen on my ear. I reckon I honestly think I could do 10, 11. in a sitting. In a sitting, yeah. I reckon I that's could a, that's been honest. That's been honest. Well, you've got to be honest. 10, 11. 12 would be pushing it. <laughs> that's my feeling. Yeah. That's but my if feeling. it's for the nation, if it's for the look, I don't know. If you had to push yourself, if I, I look, if I had to push myself for the nation, there's no telling where I could go. There's no telling if the we nation's almost, on the line, Tom. I'd like to think I push thirty. If the nation's on the yeah, line, we almost might need to do a wheat bix beep test. Yep, sure, sure. Something of that nature. Now, is the beep test got to be involved? No, not necessarily. But it could will we be something. doing a beep test? Yes, well, we, we will. are doing a beep test. That'll be doing. That'll be coming soon as well. Um, a lot in the pipe. There's a lot in the pipeline, video speaking. Obviously, we've still got to get out that shooting one, which is en route. Well, um, when's Seb back from Europe? From Europe, yeah, he's back soon. He's our videographer, producer of sorts. Um, well, he's got all the footage. He does have all the footage. Well, it's something to think about, but I think I could easily do 15 on my units for the nation. As you said, there is no telling. Ironside, <laughs> I agree with you, brah. Distinct lack of wheat bix in the Wallaby diet uh, could be a real contributing factor to... Wheat Big's generally not getting enough airtime, I think. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening and you work For in Wheat the Bix. C-suite at Wheat Big's, get your fucking shit together because <laughs> you're not where I'd like you to be. No.
What happened to Wheat Bix? Well, they're around. Yeah, but, but like where? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they should be. Why isn't a rugby league team sponsored by Wheat Bix? The Wheat. Let's start there. What about the Wheat Bix Waratahs? The Wheat Bix Blues? If you want to go into the Origin. The Wheat Bix Waratahs is a no-brainer. Yeah, it is. Would you? Do you want to go watch the Wheat Bix Waratahs this weekend? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll go see that. Mate, come on. Come Just switch on. on. We came up with that in 10 seconds. That was 10 seconds of let's, work, Let's guys. get to work. Let's get come to work. Come on. Better than that. Be better. But you're not better than that, but be better than that. Anyway, a couple more dribbles to go through. Good to hear that Ironside's back on his feet. And uh, much Really more. proud of the community for getting around getting him. Around really him. proud of the community. checked in on him, made sure he was all right. And, you know, he is all right. Back to plumbing his little heart out. Probably a lot of work as well for old Ironside with all that rain. Oh, yeah. He'd be busy. He'd be busy. Busy boy. Um... Let's go. Okay, boys. Joe here. Just uh, really bounced myself out last night on the way to the Colonel. Congrats. Um, but obviously didn't bounce myself out hard enough if I'm still able to operate a vehicle. Fair call. Uh, just wanted to use the hotline for a bit of extending the olive branch. Uh, there's some Australia Day festivities where things were thrown words were said and myself and another dribbler kind of came to a pause or a, an issue in our relationship and I just want to use the hotline to reach out to that to that dribbler young spud and just let him know that it's that it's all forgiven the uh, the bruises are gone I don't fear lines anymore and it's okay just come back and have a beer beer soon hat soon thanks fellas Ciao. Okay. Okay. So we're we're, we're now we're, we're, being, we're we play we're this we're, hotline is and in a, between we're playing the the sort of the uh, what the facilitator of uh, mending fences. Yeah. Well, mending broken hearts, broken up, broken friendships. That's it. That's Look, beautiful. we're happy, happy to play a role. Happy to happy to play any sort of role the punter and the dribbler you know requires. What? This bloody off. gig just always never ceases to surprise. It us. doesn't. It Every w- week something happens, and I didn't see that for the dribbler hotline. I will say this, Spud, That's to beautiful. get on to get onto the dribbler hotline. Well, that was Joe. No, but to I'm saying I'm talking to Spud. Yeah, we're talking to Spud. I'm now. talking to Spud now. Listen, Spud, for Joe to get onto the dribbler hotline on his way to the. To, to the Colonel, obviously in a fragile state, and he's talking about an Australia Day issue, which by my metric is at least two weeks That's ago. That's a couple of weeks. Well, your metric or or the sort of the calendar. My metric. We're using my metric. Yes, okay. About two weeks. Yeah. I think that shows tremendous heart. Uh, he's well, extending the olive branch. Now, he's obviously doing that in front of hundreds of thousands. Yeah. I mean, he's wearing his heart on his sleeve, well, we literally and figuratively. Strength and vulnerability, Eddie. That's it. Vulnerable men are strong men. That's it. Don't forget that. Don't forget that at all. Don't think that uh, you got to be silent. No. Nah. Vulnerability is strength. And Joe here has it in spades. He's pouring his heart out. Pouring his heart out. Now, I would like for Spud to respond. I want Spud to call kind. back. We I need want... Spud to call back next week now. Well, we need Spud to call back. And I think Spud knows he needs to call back. Also need to know what happened. Because there was some things thrown and, you know. There uh, was bruises there was healed. bruises healed. And I, but, like, what what happened? Look, if you if you don't want to tell us what happened, still call in and apologize. Also, did, or, yeah, yeah, but did Joe just apologize, or was he saying it's just all forgiven? So maybe Spud should apologize. Let's see. Let's, let's see. see. Spud. Let's see our Spud react. Spud, reach out, please. Dribbler hotline. You know the number. You it's on the, the website. Number. It's on the website. It's on the Instagram. It's on the Instagram. Dior it. Dior it. You'll find it. Um, but that was beautiful. That was lovely. I really liked that. That was beautiful. That's what I need on a Monday night. 
love in the air. Yeah. From the punter and the dribbler. Punters yeah. loving dribblers. Punters loving dribblers, dribblers loving punters. People loving people. Powerful stuff. Um, all right. One more dribbler dribble for this week. What a week it's been. How long? Yeah, g'day, boys. DPD here. Medium term listener. Uh, 13.8 PB on the beep test. Ooh, Strong. Look, I'm just sitting here, semi bounced out, babysitting my three children. And uh, I've got uh, women's uh, one day international to watch. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's been an international one day or T20 this year or last year. Um, I think it's basically the worst summer of fucking cricket that I've ever seen. Uh, I just want you boys to, uh, yeah, just want your, want your thoughts. Um, be a certain. Well, look, appreciate you reaching out. Also appreciate that you uh, have a you got a thirteen on the beep test. That actually just beats me. Thirteen eight's really strong. Very strong. Look, we've we've That's we've touched best. on uh, you medium term listener, so you so, may have missed it. Yeah. But we've touched on the fact Sounds that Sounds like you're actually fresh if you haven't heard. We, we've touched quite quite extensively, extensively on the fact that Australian cricket this summer was subpar. It was. Yeah, it was. We've talked about moving a test from November to uh, the middle of January. That makes a lot of sense. We also talked about whoever organised uh, the one day as... India did. To be in India. India. We don't, you don't bow over to the Indians. Yes, they've got a lot of money. Yes, they're powerful. Yes, they've got a fuckload of eyeballs on screens, but it doesn't matter. No. We are the number one cricket nation in the pl- in the world, on the planet. We've got the fucking runs on the board, baby. No one's been as dominant in the game as us since it was incept- since it was invented, mate. Yeah. Since it was invented to now, Australia has dominated the game. That yep. is a fact. And we don't bow over to anyone if you're at the top of the fucking... We also have the greatest batsman of all time and the greatest bowler of all time. Mate, we don't need to go so... over why we're the greatest. We are. So I don't know why they've bowed over to that Indian pressure. Cash. Yeah, but you know what? Some things are bigger than cash, mate. I agree. Like honour. Yeah. Glory. Yeah. I, I'm with you. A nod to our dominance of the sport. Yep. Look, They should be showing respect, the Indians, and coming to us. We're happy to go to them. But in summer in Australia, in January, they should be coming to us. Yes, agreed. And we have, as we said, we've been over this. So appreciate your, uh, your reaching out. I'm actually more impressed by your 13 beat, if I'm going to be honest. Also, was sent some footage from some dribblers actually doing a beep test at a box inside a house. More of that again. footage. More I didn't. Why didn't you send me that? I didn't see that. I haven't sent it to anyone yet because I haven't had the... Uh, it was sent to me by a third party, so I need it cleared by the people doing it before I just go and share their shit, you know what but I mean? But you can send it to me. I can send it to you. Yeah. And I should have. You did. Um, That's so, right. you know, more beep test rhetoric. We're, we're into that. More we stuff, more love. Uh, but punters, dribblers, if you are listening to this... Now, if you've gotten this far, congratulations. Kurtley Beal looks like he's en route. That's all I'm going to say. Let's not let's, jinx it. Let's not jinx it. Let's just let's just not jinx it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Like, subscribe, five stars. We're on YouTube as well. Be a Could you two just not talk anymore?